We're back to the O'Haley Show, and my guest today is Alexi Bracey. She is a health and wellness expert with two decades of experience. How are you, Alexi? Thanks for stopping by. And, you know, it's such an important thing, health and wellness. And I think we miss the boat. We get it maybe educated a little bit in high school. Then we just go on and say, ah, do we have to see the doctor every year? And we really don't take care of our health and our wellness. And there's two different things defining both. So define what health is, and then we'll go to wellness. Because sometimes we get them mixed up. You know, we put them together and so they're two different things sometimes. Well, health is usually your physical, your physical state, um, what you feed your body, um, that kind of thing. Whereas wellness is more mental and emotional. You know, the thoughts you have, the things you see, what you listen to, um, you know, the drama and trauma in your life. Right. Okay. So I would never have known that. So you hear health and wellness all the time. So wellness is all that. And that's one that a lot of people don't take care of is the wellness. And that leads to bad health, right? When you don't have good wellness, it will lead to health issues, right? That's right. So you're going through that process. What do you think in the years you've seen changes in this industry working with people? Um, People are more aware of their health in terms of what you know, better foods to eat, but they're neglecting their wellness part. You know, we've got so much um, anxiety and depression and suicides and feelings of lack of worth, just pervasive. And, you know, the happiness uh, report comes out every every four years, and it just came out a few few months ago, and the happiness levels on the planet have plummeted 25%. People are not happy. They're always complaining and blaming this, that, or the other. And that's terrible. And it's definitely has to do with COVID and they were stuck in not being able to socialize and a lot of places still haven't gone back to the socialization thing. That's very true. Very true. And, you know, it really changed people's lives incredibly. So, you know, um, it's up to us as individuals or as a society or as a community or as a family um, to, 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 to change things because it's the trickle effect. You know, just a random act of kindness, a smile, a kind gesture means so much to to people because you don't know what is going on in their life. You just have no idea. You think in like, let's say North America and how the older population is growing so, so much. Right. And they're they're a huge they, they dominate populations in a lot of areas. And after COVID, they've really forgotten how to go out and socialize as much. Would you agree? Oh, very much so. People are sort of sticking, you know by themselves and social isolation kills people, period. I mean, that's why it's really hard for people that are in solitary confinement in prison because you need social interaction no matter what your environment is. Right, and if you don't have that social interaction, forget about it. And what what's the power of it? I think that, you know, when we went to work remote, that's another big issue. How do people that work remote all day really get to invite socialization so for example i'm on zooms all day i'm doing podcasts all day i'm on zoom when i get to get out i feel like i'm out of prison in a way meaning just to finally get socialized with people even if it's going out to the grocery store even if it's going out working out not working out from home going out on social gatherings such an fun thing going to a bar experiencing things that we just weren't experiencing during covid but you have have to make that mode because our young people today don't even do that they live online and they don't even decide to meet till they finally meet up. So it's more and more time in isolation. Oh, without a doubt. You know, you have to make it a point. Self-care. 
make a point of self-care once a week, even if it's having a bath and not socializing, but make a point because everybody's in the same boat. So just think, you know, I've got three or four friends. They're probably just as isolated as I am. Let's get together, you know, have a potluck dinner, go out for a movie, do some, some fun things, walk in nature, like just, you have to so you have to take it upon yourself, not somebody else, that I'm going to make a point to socialize for my mental and emotional well-being. Do you think through this process, people are not looking to make themselves happy and they're missing that so much? Yes, know? it's become a habit. It's become a habit. You know, we're, we're just so used to the negativity around us because we've been so programmed. Like when you, when you listen to the news, it's negative news. It's not happy news. When you read the papers, it's the same thing. It's, it's negativity. So we're so conditioned through habits to, to find the negative rather than the good stuff. You know, like for example, a little girl goes with her grandfather on Sunday afternoon, drives for ice cream and cookies. And one Sunday afternoon, he's sick in bed. So he asks grandma. And so off the two of them go, come back a couple hours later she goes running up to grandpa who's still sick in bed and he says how was that and she says we didn't see any horses asses sons of bitches or horse diggers all grandma did was wave and smile so as cute as that is she's learning already to find the negative that's scary right it is yeah scary. it is scary and you know, do you think people more should go for their happiness in their lives like and create things and be able to say I, you know, even if I don't have a job I love, I got to figure out things to do to make myself happy. Oh, absolutely. Like even do, like I do, like, you know, people may think they're silly things, but like we're all energy frequency beings. So when we're negative, we lower that frequency and lower frequencies invite disease. Yeah. So for example, I have two dogs. I'm walking my dogs and people go, oh, your dogs are so beautiful. I say, yeah, it runs in the family just to give them something to smile about. You know, um, I used to be a chef, so I hand out these little, little um, two desserts in a little Ziploc bag because happiness in your tummy goes a long way. So I just hand them out to strangers and people are going to think, oh, I remember that lady. She she really made me feel good that day because maybe something traumatic happened in their life. Maybe they lost a job or a loved one. So little random acts of kindness go a long way because you don't know what's going behind that face. And we all have drama, tragedy, grief going on. We all do. We think it, let's think about the frequency now, right? And 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 the the frequency when you talk about frequency, kind of define, you know, what we're we're thinking about when we're talking about frequency. Like the kind of explain that more to me when you have negative feelings, what that brings about around our environment and everything when we're negative. Well, like, for example, uh, Dr. Emoto had a very well-known experiment. He took a glass of water and wrote happy under the glass of water. He took another glass of water, wrote hate under it, put it underneath. Then he froze it and looked under a microscope at the frozen crystals that the happy water had and the, the hate water had. The one with the happy water was all beautiful snowflakes, and the one with the hate was all gnarled and just froze a frozen mass. So it's the same thing when we're fed negativity, when we think negativity, the frequencies, the energies in our systems are suppressed. And according to David Hawkins on the happiness spectrum, the higher frequency we are, not that, to say that we have to be enlightened, but we vibrate joy, happiness, we're going to live longer, you know, as opposed to people that are thinking negativity and, and poor me 
in fear and anger, they're going to live a shorter period of time because an illness or a disease may set in or they're maybe prone, more prone to an accident. All right. Where's the best place? P? Oh, yeah. Also, you're going to be speaking at a summit for Patient World. What's your signature talking to me on? It's going to be on environmental toxins in the home. All right. And that, again, go to, again, you could go check out patientworld.net right now and you'd be able to find out when the event is and uh, where can we find information on you? Um, best place is my app, which is Whole Health Academy or LinkedIn is a really good site. I really like LinkedIn. So Alexi Bracey at LinkedIn. All right. Thanks, Alexi. We appreciate it. Great conversation. Take care. My pleasure. You're listening and watching The Neil Haley Show. And we'll be back in just a moment.